the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. Today's episode is on conscious eating, and it can either be part three of the Ayurveda cleanse, cleanse. Yep. <laughs> or part one, just conscious eating, or we can make it part something else. Or, or It's episode 29. We'll go with that. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we're back. That was quick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we've been talking about this. Today's going to be on conscientious eating, and it's going to be part three, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm going to call it, part three of the cleanse that we talked about two weeks ago. And last week we talked about breath work, mm-hmm. and this is also part of eating. Uh, actually, it can be just like the breath work. It can be done all year long, but also it should be done in a cleanse. That's Absolutely. definitely part of the cleanse. And the reason why we were on week three of talking about a cleanse is mainly because you've been going through the old paperwork mm-hmm. of doing what over ten years is mm-hmm. ten years of cleanses with uh-huh. people, and you're writing a book now on uh-huh. doing a Ayurvedic cleanse for the summer. That's right. And that'll be coming out probably within a month. So can you tell me a little bit about what you've been doing as far as writing this book? Uh well, it's it's actually the best part is going back through all the groups, all the emails, all the communication that we had and seeing again what everyone experienced. And um, the book is going to have the daily rituals, the awesome recipes, the intermittent fasting, uh, the morning yoga practices, fitness routines, breath work, mantras, mudras, uh, uh, cold showers, sepsum salt baths, all that stuff. So uh, it's more than just putting food in your body it, or it not is, putting food exactly, in your body. Exactly. It is way more than just the food. Uh, and uh, the most amazing part of the book is going to be uh, the mental and the emotional aspect of what to expect, which is also why to do the cleanse. Uh, so, of course, like Ayurveda says, every individual is very, very different. Uh, so everyone is going to experience their own changes and get their own benefits. Uh, but it is it is very, very helpful when you at least have an idea of what to expect. So the reader will be able to see why we are doing certain things and how to do certain things, but most importantly, uh, what real people of all different types uh, of health uh, experienced through the cleanse. It, it is, yeah, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun Great. going through this. Now, now we're going to jump into conscientious eating. Mm-hmm. What is what do you consider conscientious eating first? What's what's that before uh, we go into the rules? Conscientious eating is when you are 
you are in charge what you know what you are putting in your body and you are not just consuming food and you are not just a victim of what you are putting in your body conscientious eating is when you take you take control whether you're putting good stuff in your body or not that doesn't have anything to do with it you are you know what you're putting in your body so conscientious eating could be eating something bad for you yes but as long as you know you're eating that it's better for you than eating something that's good for you that you just pick down real quick exactly exactly conscientious eating means you're present you're present there with the food and you know every single thing you're doing while you're putting that food in your body. So in reality, food is not as important as the mental aspect exactly. of the style of eating. Exactly. And that's also what the cleanse is trying to teach during those seven days. The foundation of the cleanse is the conscientious eating. And it's not Ex trying, it is teaching. It is teaching, exactly. There is no try. <laughs> there is no, it's doing it. <laughs> yes. Uh, you have rules mm -hmm. to conscientious eating. How yes. many rules do you have? Five. And But there's more probably. Oh, yeah. But that's... you literally go with ma mainly five rules. So we're going to go over those five rules. What's rule number one? Rule number one is results require routine. Ah. Uh, so that's the three R's, huh? Results require routine. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, results require routine. What does that mean? That means that for the next seven days, you plan ahead of what you are going to be eating and also when you are going to be eating it. And uh, that's, that's a major part of the cleanse. That's the foundation, again, of the cleanse. You prepare for the seven days. You know, you know exactly how many meals. And actually, Ayurveda says you do not need more than three meals a day, period. Actually, some people just yep. need two meals a day. And actually, some only need one. Exactly. So no more than three meals a day and absolutely no snacks. And uh, you don't have to prepare everything ahead of time. But it's good. But, but it's good. And, and at least you know when you're going to prepare for the next couple of days. So you're allowed to use, or you, you're allowed to have leftovers? Absolutely. Left, there but, is, but, but Ayurveda says that you can't do that. There is nothing wrong with leftovers. That is a meme that survived through the... Uh, hand, hundreds of years uh, in uh, India because of because of the circumstances of how people used to live and the people used to live with animals and all that and there were a lot of diseases around and they didn't have refrigeration they didn't have ways to preserve the food properly and so leftovers of course were you know was bad food by the time they are eating it. But now it's no big deal. Now it's not. No, absolutely not. So you can use a refrigerator. It, yes, you okay. can use a refrigerator. Just throwing yes. that in there. So that And you can reheat the food. Okay. Absolutely. So that's tip number 1 is results require routine. And ideally you do it you plan your 7 days and to become really good at this you repeat it 
for a total of 28 days, a total of four weeks. Ah. And then you are creating a really, really good habit. And in Ayurveda, they don't look at uh, your daily income of... Intake. Intake of minerals and vitamins. They look at a yearly intake. Exactly. So it's more seasonal. It is more seasonal and uh, we look at the six tastes okay. and the 20 qualities. Exactly. Okay. So what is tip number two? Tip number two is use smart ways to prepare your food. Smart ways means find ways that work for your lifestyle so you don't have to go crazy to be mentally overwhelmed preparing your food. That's completely counterproductive. You, you don't have to spend hours when you don't have them to prepare your food. So what do you consider smart ways? You can use a crock pot, you can saute, you can use instant pot. That's my favorite right now. I That's love the one the that I've been pot. using a lot with, uh, especially the bone broth. Exactly. We it, went it, from it 40 takes, hours yes. to four. Yes. <laughs> so. It's so much easier. Yes. So figure out what works for you. Uh, you can freeze your food. You can prepare a, a big batch using your crock pot, instant pot, whatever, and separate it in containers and freeze it. Yeah. I, I found that uh, it always takes a long time to make water for pasta, heat water up yes. for pasta. So I've decided to freeze bags of hot water so that <laughs> it's already prepared for making later. That yes, that <laughs> that works for your brain. <laughs> okay, so, so when we come back, we're going to do tip three. Ex stay tuned. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. And we're back. But did you subscribe? And did you share it with your friends? And enemies. <laughs> Anyone, yes. So we're at uh, tip number three. And tip number three is what? Eating nutrient-dense and diverse food. So what do you mean by nutrient-dense? Nutrient-dense means food that it's going to give you your nourishment, your good fats, your good uh, protein, your good carbohydrates, uh, your vitamins, your minerals, all that stuff that your body needs. You're not just consuming empty calories, not calorie-dense food nutrient dense and there's there actually was a study that just came out a little while ago and what what are they calling it there's a lot of people that are eating a lot of food exactly but and even are, good food yep but they're what's happening to them it's called the hidden hunger and what does that their mean? body is starving for the good nutrients because they may be eating good food uh, whole foods natural foods not processed food but they are not getting in the essential vitamins minerals fat protein all that uh, it's called hidden hunger and it affects uh, well-developed countries yeah so it, this is like talking uh, like the united states exactly yes. canada yes uh it's it's people that are Us. eating yes yes 
yeah, a lot of us may be hungry in a hidden way. And uh, you don't realize, the thing is that you don't realize that because you are not hungry, uh, you don't realize it until it can be too late because it uh, leads to weak uh, immune system, mental impairment, and all that stuff. And that actually can kick into even uh, different types of diseases coming, right? Yeah, uh, serious uh, autoimmune disorders, cancer, who knows uh, what the symptom is going to be. Okay. But the reason is that we are not putting in the our essential nutrients now that's that's the, calorie that's uh, a nutrient dense nutrient food. dense the other uh, part is uh, nutrient diverse and what does that mean you don't always eat the same thing no matter how nutrient dense that might be that's why you eat seasonally that's why the uh, you do it, you repeat the week that we mentioned in the beginning uh -huh. uh, for a total of four weeks, not all year long. Yes, and that way you get a different set of food coming in, so you're getting the nutrients from each group of food that you're eating. Exactly. Excellent. So that was tip number three, right? Yes. What is four? Tip number four is uh, own your food choices. That means that... You don't steal it from somebody else. <laughs> you don't steal someone else's food. <laughs> no. Uh, that means that uh, don't look for excuses. When you are going to go out with friends, family, co-workers, or whatever, you know, have a little bit of saying into where you're going to go. If it's a place that you absolutely don't want to go to at that time, say that. Don't be a victim of circumstances. That's being weak. That's not being nice. Be letting somebody else do something that's really going to uh, hurt the way you are. Uh, feel physically, not your feelings, not your emotions, I don't mean that. I mean, hurt your physiology. Don't do it. Because then you're not going to be as useful to the community. So don't be a victim. So owning your food. So even, and that goes into the uh, what we were talking about earlier. If you are going to eat bad, yes, own it. Exactly, own it. Yep. Yeah, if you have no... No, no, if there is no way to avoid that, know that you are doing it and then take the necessary steps to undo that, which the easiest way would be intermittent fasting, hmm. actually. Yes. Like we've talked before. And actually, we're doing that today. We're going, it's a, we're doing actually more than intermittent fasting. We're going to do 30 hours? Uh, 36 hours. 36 hours today. Of a pure fast. Yep. Only coffee and water. Which is very, very good. Uh-huh. Tip number five. Tip number five is, uh, this is very interesting. Uh, when you know you're not going to eat something that's uh, the best for you, 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 you come into terms with and you are infusing that food with your own good energy. Because food, food is information, food is energy, food is zeros and ones. And we can affect the way the food will affect us. Yes, I, I remember, well, I'm going to go into 
going to McDonald's. Yes. Uh, when my dad broke his back and mm-hmm. he was able to walk again, mm-hmm. we would walk up to McDonald's. And I was a little kid then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we would walk to McDonald's and he would get a cup of coffee mm-hmm. and he would buy me two cheeseburgers, large order of fries, and a vanilla shake. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I still like going to McDonald's on occasion mm-hmm. and getting that meal. Mm-hmm. But by putting good energy into it, it actually makes that meal, it makes me feel better. I don't feel like crap after eating it. I feel good. Is that what you're talking about? Exactly. And uh, the reason that it's not something you want to do all the time is because it takes a lot of energy from you to, to actually undo some of the negative energy of the food. So if we had no other responsibilities, nothing else to deal with, we could be eating that every day and be great, feeling great. But that's not the case. What that means that whenever you are in a situation like that, put your own energy, really set your intention that you're going to absorb the best from this food and and turn everything into something great, which goes to the... Itadakimas, our favorite word from Okinawa, our one of our most favorite concepts, which means that when you say itadakimas before you eat or drink anything, you are thanking all the spirits, everything from the soil to the sky to the chef to the cook the to car the driving waiter, it. to everybody who was involved into bringing this food to your table and you ask all those spirits that will give you what you need at that time it's um it's the most fundamental way to express gratitude for what Mother Earth, the universe, is giving you. And you take whatever it's giving you and you make the best with it. Okay, we got less than a minute. <clears throat> is there anything else you want to say? Uh, it's <clears throat> you be in control. Be in control of your environment, be in control of your food. Your mind uh, is way stronger than you realize. And actually that's what uh, the book is going to show you from all the testimonials. The most common uh, trait was that almost everyone said, oh wow, I didn't know I could do this. Oh wow, if I put my mind to it, I can make it happen. Excellent. And say goodbye. Until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.